Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave. I'm Dave. And today's review is we're heading back to John Carpenter with The Fog to wrap out our month of Halloween movies. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Um, but before we get started, there's something that bothered me all day. And I was thinking about it. I know we've made jokes about our name, uh, Old Ass Movie Reviews. And it's like, <laughs> where does the comma go in? Is it Old Ass, comma, Movie Reviews or Old Ass Movie, comma, Reviews? Well, listeners, it's both. It's it's both. We're both old ass movie reviewers, and we review old ass movies mixed with others. I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, hey, I don't know why that's bothered you all day. It was it was bothering <laughs> me. I was thinking about it today, and it's like you know, I'm at work, and it's like that's what I'm thinking about. Huh? Interesting. I thought it was worth talking about. Um, How did I? Did I put a comma in the uh, logo? There is no comma. There is no comma. It's it's it's. You want to know why? Because. Fuck commas. <laughs> fuck, fuck commas. Even though I am a fan of the Oxford comma, I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. The Oxford comma rocks and it has to be used. Um, otherwise, you, you sound to. like when you read something somebody wrote without it, it looks like they're a fucking idiot. But go yeah. on. Go on, millennials, and you're taking away the commas and getting rid of my double space after the period. Fuck you, too. <laughs> that's because they're too stupid to hit the, the space bar twice. I don't know what the hell the problem is there. I'm sorry. I learned on a typewriter. I think I still do it texting, too. I do. I double space after everything, because guess what? When you double space on your phone, it instantly puts, what is it? A period. It knows you went to another sentence. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Curious. And more curious. Hey, what I wanted to um, bring up, and I'm sure we could talk a lot about this, but um, it's been in the news a lot about the movie Rust filming in New Mexico with the uh, Uh. cinematographer being killed and the director shot, which... um, uh, things that I read today. Uh, for those of you who have been completely under a rock, um, there's an Alec Baldwin movie filming, I think, in New Mexico or Arizona. Yeah. I'm not sure. New Mexico. New Mexico. And there was a incident where the cinematographer was killed and the director was shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have read so much on this. Um, and I am going to say this before I go any further. A lot of my sources are not confirmed. Mm-hmm. There are people who say they were crew or worked on it. Take that as you will. But I had even right. heard that the camera crew walked that morning, resigned yeah. over gun safety. And um, they had said there had been heard lots of incidents. In several, several different places that they right. basically the crew got up and left because of safety. The cinematographer, the, the poor lady that was killed, stayed. And so it was all part of a union deal. She mm-hmm. stayed and she was trying to get them. I guess this all happened mostly over safety and rooms. Like they didn't, they were being told they had to drive an yeah. hour out of town. Yeah. And then back. It was a horrible agreement, especially when you consider how much money can be made on a movie. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. and you wonder why one. the union, the I guess, the, the, I forget, might have been the electrical union or one of them recently was going to strike because yeah. of shit like this. You're going to make millions and millions. Put your people in a hotel because you don't have anything without them. Take and care of them. Take care of them. And that really is like, come on now. The producers know this. They're cutting corners. They're, they're acting like corporate America. <laughs> well, that that's just it. Uh, you know, and Alec Baldwin being the money man behind this movie. Mm-hmm. He's done enough movies. I'm, Surely he's carried a gun in a movie. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. I despise Alec Baldwin as a human right. being. I think he's 
I'm not even going to go into what I think about him. I, I just think he's a terrible person. Well, you don't have to. He's he, proved it time and time again. <laughs> he's, he's done enough movies or he he's done enough movies to where he should have known not to point a gun directly at anybody. I don't give a crap whether they say it's a cap gun. I don't give a crap whether they say it's loaded with blanks. I don't care. Rule number one, you do not aim a gun directly at anybody on set. If you're doing the, the gun aiming thing, that's going to be a model gun. It's going to be plastic. It's not going to have anything in it, period. It's freaking a half a pound at most. Mm -hmm. If you have a real gun, it's always off-centered. You're never aiming directly at somebody. It's always off-centered. That's why sometimes when you watch a movie, you look at somebody and go, you're not even aiming at them. No, you're not. Because you don't yeah. want to kill the freaking guy that's two feet yeah. away from you with a blank or whatever they happen to be shooting. Yeah. He should have known that. Had he been, not been so anti-gun, maybe he would have taken a, a gun course and learned that. I would think that somebody would have told him this. There's a lot of problems with what happened. I think they're going to try and blame it all on the the woman the that armor. they brought in, the, young, the yeah. young woman that they brought in at the last minute. Honestly, at this point, just from what I've been reading, I don't know if you can blame her for this. I don't either. I really after don't. What I, after what I read this afternoon. From it doesn't sound like story. you can. Let me, let sorry, me back up. A, yeah, no, I, I agree exactly with what you're saying. And definitely there is some blame on Baldwin. Um, and, but there's, oh, yeah. There's so this is I this is one of my pet peeves. I hate and I'm not don't want to make this a political discussion for our no, listeners. No, no, um, I, I get it. That's uh, why I wasn't even going to bring this up. I no, thought about I, it, it. I was like, no, no, it's it movie might, related. We're going to talk about it. It is movie related. <laughs> and yeah. And I've I've dealt with a lot of guns in movies and mm -hmm. um, and I'm not Alec Baldwin, but I think and that's what I wanted to get at. Um, one of the first things I did was even at a film school. Um, was an extra in a movie and we had guns they were fake mm -hmm. guns however those guns were under lock and key they did not come out until the cameras were about to roll and then yep. they had to be holstered they could not be unholstered without having to be rechecked by everybody when you're handed a right. gun on set at least in my experience i understand things are different mm -hmm. but um you are allowed a chance to inspect it make sure the chamber is clear make sure it's not going to shoot anybody I've had guns put on onto my head. It is it is nerve wracking. So you take a look and you make damn sure yeah. that what what's going on. I hate real guns on a set. Period. I really do. I think there's yeah. with the things we can do in post and everything. There's no reason to have a real gun. And people will make the argument, "Hey, they've been doing movies for hundreds of years. There's really not that many instances." No, there's not because they're following procedure. But you still don't need exactly. to have a real gun. Safety um, protocols are, are covered. That's why there's so few accidents. Then you get a guy who wants to make his movie, sell it to Netflix or wh whoever. Yeah. And he's looking to make a big killing. Pardon the pun. It was not meant that way. Truly, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and my, my problem with, with what's going on with Alec Baldwin is everybody started making fun of him. I mean, I'm one of those guys who I try not to get too ugly. I have mm -hmm. done it before, but I try not to get too ugly, especially in something like this, where it's so easy to just attack the guy and then forget that he he killed somebody. He killed yeah. a wife. He killed a mother. I know he didn't intend to do that. Not, no. And I, you know what? I honestly feel bad for him because you know he didn't mean to. No. But what it was was his own reckless carelessness. 
Some of it was his fault. The reckless carelessness, oh, yeah. the fact that he was aiming a gun in the direction of a person that he should have never been aiming a gun at. That's his fault. Now, how that bullet, because from what I've been reading, in more than one, one example is saying mm -hmm. that a live round was put into this yes. gun. The armor should have checked it. But I've also read that after she did whatever she's supposed to do with the gun, it was handed off to someone else. It's never supposed to be handed off to someone right. else. It's supposed to be handed from me, the armorer, to you, Scott, the actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, that's how like I've you actually said, have a chance to look at the gun, inspect it, see what it is, make sure there's not an actual live round in it or whatever you want to do, mm -hmm. or take all those out and say, we're going to make it look like I shot this in post, whatever yeah. the case may be. He never checked the gun, evidently. And I'll say, nope. and I'm, I'm just going to say, he. I'm 99% sure he never checked the gun because had he taken had he checked the gun, it wouldn't have happened. Had he taken a fucking gun safety course, this would have never happened. And I don't want to hear anybody sit there and cry about how guns kill people. Yes, they do. That's their job. Or mm -hmm. their job is to go shoot targets. Or their job is to just not be fired at somebody whenever you're not supposed to be firing at somebody. One of the things, I, I grew up um, at a very early age. I can't tell you how young I was when I first learned about guns and shooting. Mm -hmm. um, it had been, safety had been drilled in me from an early yeah. age. Um, I check every gun. I treat every gun I have, even if it's a fake gun, as if it's real, it's loaded, and yep. will kill. There is no room for any type of cutting corners. And here they did it on a, on a set, and it's, I, I hate that this woman died. Uh, her crew left, but mm -hmm. she stayed behind. Up and coming cinematographer, going to get great recognition. I know why she yeah. stayed, yeah. and she yeah. paid for it, unfortunately. And that's that's uh, you know one of the things is I've, I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of good crew members, a lot of camera mm -hmm. crews and directors and stuff. That safety is paramount, and if you don't it feel has safe, to be. yeah, just just do just on that little thing that we did. They were they seemed to be very safe. They were taking care to make sure you don't walk into you know bramble or walk into poison ivy or walk into it was little stuff and i know it wasn't that big a deal no, but still but it, it was still very safe everybody is very safety conscious can you sit here can you do this the most dangerous thing i did is whenever i climbed up that freaking tree for the one thing you and i just did yeah and you were looking at me like why are you doing that i'm like because <laughs> it's going to be funny i hope it's going to be yeah. funny you know yeah, was it safe I you Not know really. I climbed trees we, my whole freaking life, but yeah. that, that was but that would have been on me. That mm -hmm. wouldn't have been you as a director telling me climb up a freaking tree. Oh, and, no. You know, <laughs> no, that was on me because you were looking at me like, "What are you stupid? You're, you're yeah. in your fifties. Why are you climbing a tree?" <laughs> well, yeah, you know the thing is, and, and going going back, there's, there's so many. Even the union has got so many procedures put in place. I've <laughs> I've seen. Uh, comments and read posts from people I know and have worked with who are still in the industry and stuff. Right. And they're like, right. this would not happen on my set. You see, you yeah. know, they talk about seeing people playing with the guns and stuff. I was like, no, you're fired. Gone. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, there's other directors that came out and said, there'll never be a real gun on my set ever again. Good. You can do it all with fake. Um, yeah, and there's, there's no need there's to no even reason to. There there's isn't. No reason to. And I know people, you know, say, oh, but it looks, look, Radio F, which, is that apparently released somewhere? Go figure. Got released. Um, yeah. Great. Um, That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Somewhere I can't you can find just it, get a link to it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, on that we used a lot of fake guns. I think we had a starter pistol. Might have been the most real gun um, mm -hmm. on there. But we 
the shotgun and all those scenes is plastic, literally right. plastic. I could have snapped it in half. Um, mm -hmm. Airsoft guns, things like that. Yeah, an airsoft gun could still really hurt you, but yeah. we still treated. Nobody was playing around with with no. with the the fake guns. Even it's just you can't. They were in a hurry, like it always is on a movie set, because time is money, and they're cutting corners. And when you're you got crew quitting and you're overworking them and everything, it's like. Yeah. This is they, the shit that happens. They said they were working 15, 12 to 15 hours a day. And then mm -hmm. some of them would have to sleep in their cars because they couldn't drive the hour, you know, back to the hotel or whatever. Yeah. The, to turn around, they weren't having enough turnaround. My, um, my biggest, my, my problem where I, where I was first starting with, mm -hmm. with the whole, I, I dislike Alec Baldwin so immensely. It's not even funny <laughs> is he's an easy target and everybody has forgotten that he, he killed a woman. That he didn't mean to. Right there. I know he didn't. The, the only thing anybody should have said, and, and I know some people won't agree with this, is my prayers go out to this poor woman's family and her children. I am so sorry this happened. Safety should be our number one concern on movie sets from this point forward. Should have That's all that. you had to say. That's it. That's all you had to say. You did not have to bring up Alec Baldwin's name. You don't have to say, oh, this, you know, you're an idiot, Alec Baldwin. No, the worst thing anybody should have said was Alec Baldwin. Maybe you should have taken a goddamn gun safety course. Amen. And I guarantee a man. I would, I would bet two paychecks in a row to say that that man has never had a gun safety course in his life. His whole if entire has, career has been him playing with guns <laughs> and not knowing how dangerous they really are. Yeah. And then being an anti-gun guy, not understanding a weapon. Yeah. You have to respect the weapon, it's, whether it's, it's knife, kill and it will. whether it's axes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oddly enough, even though I was injured by uh, swords, I'm I love bladed weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, to this day, I love bladed weapons. I have a extensive collection of knives. I I think I actually have a couple of throwing axes. It's stuff that I used to do a lot. I used to throw mm -hmm. axes a lot. I used to just play in, in things, but. I respect those weapons. I do not get up the get up, grab those weapons and start swinging. You just don't. You just don't. No, no. And it's um, it's imperative that anybody and anything you do in life, the minute you feel unsafe, don't be afraid to say something. Don't be afraid to walk. Stop. Don't be afraid it. to give them the middle finger. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to take care of you but you, and that's that's a sad thing to say, but. Um, Mm -hmm. This whole thing could have been prevented. Uh, we just go back a few years ago. This is not gun related, but this is set safety where Sarah and I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name. She was um, a crew member who was killed on a train track filming a movie yeah. um, mm -hmm. midnight. I, I forget what it was. I know what you, uh, I remember hearing something yeah. about about somebody being killed. yeah the yeah. the producers cut corners. They said the trains were not running and they had permission to be on the tracks. Guess what? The trains were running. They did not have permission. And somebody lost their life. Mm -hmm. And as as someone who's been on multiple film sets, both little and great big, mm -hmm. um, there is, you know, corners are getting cut. It's just yeah, you, it's people the nature are afraid. Of the well, you have to trust somebody. So I know mm -hmm. somebody's there. And as me being newer than most. I'm quick to believe, oh, yeah, so-and-so said it, but now I can't trust anything anybody says, and you should never believe a person when they say the gun's unloaded here. Yeah. Until you see it with your eyes. That's something I learned as a as a wee lad. Yeah. 
I, I was around guns my whole life. You know, I've been around guns my whole yeah. life. It's it's early on, like you said. I mean, I remember having a, a, the rifle put up. I was about six, maybe eight. First time I shot a rifle, it was put up on my shoulder. I think it was my brother Richard was was helping me aim the gun and pull the trigger. And, and you know, we were out in the woods, and he was showing me how to use the gun. Gun gun safety was drilled into my head at an early age. Um, I personally like guns. I think guns are great. Yeah. Um, they keep a whole lot of dishonest people honest. Is what it boils right down to. If it's a good guy's got a gun, you know, I'm I'm not even going to hesitate to say I am pro gun. I am absolutely mm -hmm. pro. Defend your life, defend your family, and even if it never comes up to that, going out to a shooting range and shooting. But learn, learn, absolutely learn your weapon. Learn your weapons. I don't care whether it's a knife. I don't care if it's a throwing star. I don't care what you have as a weapon. Learn how to respect the weapon. Yeah. And you respect know what? Was never there. It, and it also translates on screen. How many times have we watched movies with poor gun safety and gun etiquette? How many cops have we seen stare the down the barrel of their own gun? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that gives you extra accuracy for and street cred if you go sideways. I guess. I've, yeah. I would I watched, stand right in front of somebody trying to shoot me like that, and I'd never have to worry about getting shot. So <laughs> in, in, in Halloween Kills, there's mm -hmm. this doctor. She's probably weighs 120 pounds. She mm -hmm. picks up a 50 caliber Desert Eagle and one hands it. I, there is precedence. People can, but this is somebody who obviously she looked at it like she didn't know what was going on. Uh -huh. This thing would have flown right into her fucking face. <laughs> well, I was just thinking of uh, uh, Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Darrow, Cl Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, uh, Darrow. Um, she used to carry a. BAR. She was tiny. <laughs> she was. Fi she fired a BAR, and she was about a hundred pounds at the most. Yeah. And her favorite weapon was a BAR. But you're taking I a, don't even seasoned, know if I a seasoned criminal. <laughs> I don't even know if I could lift up a yeah. BAR, let alone yeah. lift one up and shoot it. <laughs> it. It just it just cracked me up in that. You no, know, no, I'm, I know. I'm just <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no way. I'm sorry. And yeah, if you've yeah, never seen cool. a gun before and you've never shot one before, chances are you're gonna have a lot of trouble trying to fire a gun whenever you first pick it up. And that desert eagle is not tiny. That's a big about, bitch. About four pounds, aren't they? Yeah, they're. Four or five I mean, they're they're fucking huge. I don't know. I've only held one. I've never shot one. Um, not sure. I've never shot a gun one-handed. Um, I no. was never trained to shoot one-handed. Uh, you're more accurate. Which is, nine, I'm not saying you can't, okay. but um, what's that? Nine millimeters. Or yeah. For me, I, I've shot a Beretta one-handed. Yeah. Um, I'm much I never more tried because when I when I shot, not I was in the military. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So as a military, we were never trained to uh shoot one-handed <laughs> going for accuracy so i never have uh but no, no, if i did i would turn it sideways and i would well of course yeah and then yeah and then make sure it's empty by how like you yeah. said how many movies how many bad movies have we seen where the cops scratching his head or the gang members sitting there like hmm, let me think about this it's like oh my god and they got their finger on the trigger that it's is somebody like, who's oh never held a gun in their life exactly it's like oh, what the hell are you doing well, I hate that everybody was calling it a prop. It's like, oh, it's a prop gun. No, it's not a, a prop, prop gun. gun wouldn't have killed a prop you. gun would be plastic. A prop gun would not kill you. This was a yeah. real gun. This was an old gun, and it was a real gun. Yeah. And when everybody left off for safety, 
And I understand why she didn't leave, but I also understand this was a big loss for, for a family. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. horrible. It's, it's that's why horrible. I say um, absolutely always, always safety first on that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And, so. and with that, do we want to go into the fog now that we brought it? Now it's for the fog. Now that we've, we've talked about gun safety. Gun safety, folks. Gun and I don't safety. think anybody I, used a gun in the fog, did they? I don't remember anybody using I a gun. I don't remember. Um, can you shoot a ghost with a gun? All you right, might try. Story. You might not be able to do any damage, but you're going to damn sure try. Quick story. You know where we live. We know You yeah. know how hickish it is here in yeah. lower Alabama. Um, LA. We're down in L.A., boy. 20, 20 plus years ago, I had my old historic home rewired. And we were convinced it was haunted. Right. And uh, the electricians that were doing it, I remember this guy's name, Mike. Mike was convinced it was haunted because oh, yeah. Mike told us, I'm going to go get my shotgun. I'm going to get that ghost. I'm like, you're going to shoot up my house, fool. <laughs> what are you going to shoot? I don't know. I don't know. But he was going to go get his shotgun because he was scared to be in the house alone. Only if you put blessed ammo in it, might it work? You and you're go. still going to shoot up my home. There you go. <laughs> but um, just, just to, to wrap that up, um, you know, I don't know where I was going with it, but we will talk about the fog now. So go, y'all enjoy. Peace. Hey, welcome to our re <laughs> welcome to our review of John Carpenter's The Fog, and we can't have Halloween month without john carpenter i mean oh, john carpenter, halloween uh the fog what year was the fog do you uh remember 79 78 79 78 or 79 around there some sometime it's a good movie yeah. i enjoyed it um don't oh, real quick before we forget folks make sure you hit the like button the subscribe button you can share our podcast you can share our uh, youtube videos um Write a review if you have a comment Please. down below. Um, I watch most of my YouTube on with the Roku, so I can't make like comments. But I can go on my phone or I can go right. on a computer and make a comment if I feel like it. Um, but so, folks, make a comment. Say yes. You guys are yeah. wonderful. You're the best thing since sliced bread. Please. Please say, say it just like that. <laughs> just, just, just like that. Just like that. Just and like use that. that euphemism about sliced bread because you know. Yeah, I like bread. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think of uh, the fog? Uh, yeah, I liked it. It's uh, it's pretty cool, and Jamie Lee Curtis looks so young because she is. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Janet Lee, uh, it's funny because Janet Lee's in the movie. I didn't know she was in the movie. Janet Lee, I didn't either. For anybody who doesn't know, is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom with Tony Curtis. Yes. Also, how she gets her last name. She was in Psycho. Yeah, she was so. in Psycho. And she was also in what else? What else? Oh, my God. Night of the Lepus. <laughs> Night of the Lepus. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about Night of the Lepus. <laughs> the Fog and Psycho are much Giant better Janet Lee movies. Bunnies. Uh, <laughs> with Nash and Keith. Um, <laughs> and she there drove are no rabbit suits in the yeah, there's no rabbit suits in this one. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Special so, effects were a lot freaking better in this movie. Yes, they were. I, I didn't realize that she was in it till I was watching the credits. It's been a long time since I've seen this. Right. And um, I love John Carpenter. Uh -huh. 
and uh-huh. I love his movies. Uh, this is not my favorite by any means. It's a solid movie, really? but I have I have some issues with it. Uh, yeah, and we'll yeah. we'll get we'll get into it. It's um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he had written this with his wife, and he had obviously done so much with her. And I, I feel like, wow, how did I miss all of this? That Deborah Hill right. was his wife, and and they did a lot of team work on a ton of his movies. So it's um, this is one written by them. That's it is a good good ghost story. Um. Yeah. Here, I'm just going to get my chief complaint out of the way. I think there was more telling than showing in this movie. Yeah. Um, was the remake like that? You said you'd watch the remake. I don't remember. Um, so that doesn't that doesn't sound good if I can't remember the remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, here the movie You're starts off point. and pretty much sets up the whole thing with a yeah. ghost story around a campfire. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you, you know, through a series here, let, let's just back it up and give the, the synopsis of this. There's an old um, I forget what year it happened, but hundreds of years ago or 100 like, years ago. Like 1879. Or 1878, yeah. 1880. 1880. Yeah. Because yeah. this was in 1980 and it took place okay. 100 years after the. Yeah, I remember that. Everything was 1980. Um, there's a lot of great sets in this, by the way. A lot of oh, great yeah. props. It looks really yeah. cool. But. There was a leper who had a lot of money and he had, I think, five other people with him Mm -hmm. who had leprosy and they had a small colony and they wanted a place to settle. So he came to the town elders, uh, I guess the priests of the the town and um, offered them all this money if he could come settle there. Mm -hmm. And well, the townspeople being afraid of lepers nearby uh, set up a way to kill them. Now, here's the thing. I must have missed it, but I never heard exactly how they killed them unless it had to do with the ghost story at the beginning at the fire. It did. It had something to do with the candles, like the the town folks. Instead of the lighthouse, they stood near rocks or Mm -hmm. away from the rock. They they basically lured them to the rocks. Into the rocks. To crash the ship so they could go get all the gold off, off the ship. Yeah. And they killed everybody on board, like the five or six guys that were on board uh, just yeah. a bunch of scumbag town townspeople it really really was um and a really shitty thing to do um yeah yeah i mean there's yeah. no so they were the town was built on blood money basically and a yeah. hundred years later uh the the ship returns the ghost ship on the fog and with the yeah. crew seeking vengeance um good good they return get too. yeah good return too um yes. I like how uh, when they're talking about the fog rolling in, that the fog mm-hmm. is going against the winds. In the time. Yes, yes. And, oh, and also, going- Adrian Barbeau is in this. Oh, Adrian. That voice. Um, <laughs> that, let, my- let me ask something about that. Um, I thought it was really odd. We're 1980, okay? Right. Yeah, I know AM radio was still big in 80, but... Every place had a 1950s radio on. I mean, these were 1950s radio mm-hmm. boxes playing old music. Uh, Stevie Wayne, Adrian Barbeau, that's what she played was this right. old music. I just thought that was odd. And maybe it was a licensing choice. Um, but I just it was one of the things that struck me as odd. I think they said that her character, like that was the only reception they had was because she was in the lighthouse. But right. that was weird because the lighthouse went downhill. 
Yeah. It wasn't like up on top of mountain cliff or anything. It was like, but AM down, down AM will really travel. And especially yeah. at night, it'll go almost around the world. So yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think they said that she bought the radio station. She owned it. And mm-hmm. she was basically the only one within hearing distance. So yeah. the local ships, as the ships pass by, they'd be listening to her radio station as yeah. she drove by. But but she was playing old by. music, and I always thought that yeah. was odd. It's like, what are you playing? You know, there's a lot of stuff at, at that time that would, but I think it might have come down to licensing issues. <laughs> Classic oldies station. I mean, it's AM. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that, that was always, know. that was it just was a little pet beef. <laughs> I thought about it. Um, the introduction of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. She's a chicken. She's a chicken. And the best never done thing it before. Is, mm-hmm. They never did that before. Um, Jamie Lee gets picked up, and the guy is drinking a beer, and he hands her a beer. Yeah. And I just started laughing. I'm like, you would never see that in a movie today. No. You would no. absolutely never see that in a movie today. And it's Tom Atkins who has appeared in so many carpenter flicks and so many 80s movies and, and you know the thing is he uh, he looks like he's a really heavy guy yeah like to look at him you, you think he's really heavy and then he's they show the two of them in bed and he's getting out of bed he's got a shirt and stuff on but you know they were fooling around that night oh yeah he gets out of bed and he's slim mm-hmm. he's just got a big head yeah he's got a big head he's just it got a big round, it was it was, it was round the, noodle yeah. <laughs> it is it is cast well um yeah damn it, it I can't. very well who was who was the priest i'm drawing a blank on the name uh i think i wrote down I didn't another pretty down. famous actor <laughs> yeah I, I did not write it down i don't think god damn it <laughs> now you so, got me wondering yeah i want to say, say halen oh man Kate. it's on the tip of my tongue James it's Hamlin the, or something like no, that? No, no, it's, it's there. It's there. But anyway, there's, there's a lot of faces. You watch this movie, you'll recognize yeah. pretty much yeah. pretty much everybody. Um, it, it's really interesting that the... Uh, I, I like the ghosts that come in. And and yeah. they, they're, they're polite ghosts. They knock at the door. Yeah, none of them just walked in. None of them... I mean, they always came through the front door or yeah. an open window that you opened. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end, when they attacked the church, they did um, <laughs> just come full in because the priest was a descendant yeah. of, of his grandfather who... was the one who planned the whole thing. Because the priest finds a um, uh, diary that explains it. Here was one problem that I had with with this. And, and I think if I were to do a remake of it, now it's too late because somebody already did it. Yeah. Um, I would have thought that the ghosts would have been hunting down specifically people that, that were descended from yeah. the people who killed them. If not, you just scare the hell out of them. You might injure them, but they don't die. You know what I mean? Um, just drop my phone. Hold on. I, I thought about that, too. And because, that bothered me a little bit because yeah, at I, that point, then you're just killing people and you're no better than the people. Who it killed was, was kind of weird. It was kind of weird because I know I get them coming after the priest. I really do because he's right, a descendant. Right. And I thought that's what they were going to do, but it seemed like they were increasing their numbers. They were almost like recruiting. They'd kill somebody and their, their numbers would grow. 
Oh, I didn't so, notice that. No, yes. now, now I'm going to have to go back and look at that. So that kind, of, if I if I looked at that right, it looked like they were just growing their their numbers. I love the right. idea of a ghost ship. I wish we could have seen more with it. Logistically, yeah. I get why not, but that was really cool at the beginning when that that one ship's out there. They're all drunk and through yeah, the, the fog, fishing, you see this old boat. ship come. Yeah, the fishing boat, and you see this yeah. old schooner coming through with the the tattered sails, and it's like that is really cool. And those guys looked at that and they were like, oh, shit. The two guys out on deck were like, oh, shit. They knew there was trouble. They didn't know what. They didn't know how. They didn't know why. But those two guys on that deck, when that ship came really close to their ship right by, and you couldn't hear the water moving, you couldn't hear the sails, and they were just looking at each other like, oh, crap. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They, They knew something was up. They didn't know what, but they knew something was up. Yeah, it's 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 definitely uh it's got some really cool moments. Uh my, my issues were that we didn't find out about the I mean how we found out about what exactly happened is when the priest found the diary and he's basically reading yeah. it. I would yeah. have loved to have seen a flashback and oh, see a reenactment of it. That, to see that actually see, that would have been showing. That would have been showing what happened. You know, first sentence, blah, 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 and then and then just fade into it and yeah. do it that late in the movie so people don't know. But it seemed yeah. like it just seemed like it came too early and um, it was, it was just told and it's like, okay, I get it. I understand logistically why it was done. The movie did go to me a bit long. It could have been tightened up, but if it would have had that scene in there, I think it would have been uh, much better. It's still enjoyable. It's uh, I I love the old, you know, seventies, eighties horror films. It's, it's not scary. I just like the thought of that fog just rolling in. And it was glowing. And she's on she's on the radio because where she's at, she can see the town and she can see the fog. And she's telling people, don't stay out of the fog. There's something in the fog. Stay out. She doesn't even know for sure what's in the fog yet, no. I don't think. But she knows no, but she there's knows something. something. Yeah. And she's like, stay out of the fog. And she's telling people what roads to drive down and head for the old church. And yeah. it, that was pretty cool. And I, I, Jamie Lee Curtis didn't show a breast. No, I have to hand it to James Cameron for not showing breasts in his movies. I don't think he's ever shown John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Sorry. <laughs> James what Cameron is, is another great mm-hmm. filmmaker. <laughs> James Cameron did Titanic. I'm sorry. James, and aliens. And aliens, yeah. There are yeah. no boobs in aliens either. So that's no, good. No, that, that's just it. I don't think uh, Carpenter's really ever, no. if he has, it's been brief. It's not uh, ever really been a focus. Um, right. Right. And I don't ever remember seeing any. Like, I don't ever remember him doing a gratuitous shot. Just not anything that we've watched. Shot. Yeah. No, no. But it's not uh, necessary. And, and Adrian Barbeau played a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there would have been a little bit. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen this movie yet. You might as well. Part- what we do here on Old Ass Movies <laughs> is we ruin <laughs> yeah. every goddamn movie. We, we do. <laughs> so we if do you haven't seen The Fog, movie. you should have turned off by now. <laughs> yeah then come back at this point because i'm going to ruin it from now i just wish yeah. they would have had a better closure for her and her son yeah because all the powers are the only the only thing she's got is the radio that she's telling everybody to go to they should have showed the guy and jamie lee pulling up with the kid at the radio station and having that reunited moment because yeah. up until then up at the end of the movie she still doesn't know whether her kid's alive no that poor woman was on top of the lighthouse yeah. about to be slaughtered. <laughs> yeah. She was going down. Yeah. And it was close. Yeah. It was close. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was just the, the fact that she's on that roof. And mm-hmm. there was a scene early on in the movie 
where um, the guy that's with Jamie Lee, the fisher, he's not a fisherman anymore, but he used to fish. Yeah. And the guy who picks her up, the doors, he's the knocking on the door. Again, they're very polite ghosts. They're very polite psychotic ghosts. I know, ghosts. it's so odd. <laughs> and he, he's going to the door and he's like, he can see the fog and he can see like a, a misty shadow on his door. And he's like, oh, what's this? I, I don't know whether he grabs a gun or not. I don't remember. Yeah. But he's going to the door and he reaches the door and the chime strikes one o'clock. The witching yeah. hour is over. It strikes one o'clock. He opens up the door and the fog's already already pulled away from his house and is headed back to the ocean. And the guy that was going to come through that door and kill him, not there. Yeah. I and I was that like, was cool. That's they had that one hour cool. window that they would. I, uh, I thought they the- were going to do that with Adrian Barbeau's character. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like, they were just going to get, get ready to just really hook her. And then this fog was just going to have them dissipate, you know, back down yeah. the, the building and she, that would have been a perfect i think that would have been an even better ending because it's one o'clock mm-hmm. and you don't know whether they're going to come back tomorrow night now the town mayor which was that was janet lee wasn't it yes yeah yeah um she reminded me of the mayor of amity um from uh amityville no no from uh, jaws oh my god yeah now we're gonna keep going we, she knew everything that went down. She knew uh-huh. stuff was going on. Even after finding out her husband was dead. Nope, we're doing our, this festival. We have to go on. Yeah. There's, sure? always, there's always people like that. <laughs> Those are dangerous people that you don't want to follow. <laughs> no. No. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. We're, yeah. we're fine. It's just ghosts. Get eh, out of the water. In Get out yeah. of the water. There's a fog, a shark, and ghosts. <laughs> ghost shark. The foggy ghost sharks are coming yeah, for you. <laughs> exactly. It did have it had that vibe to me right then and there. Um, you know what? You're right. She yeah, that's exactly the kind of mayor she was. Yep. It was the that's show's funny. going on. And it was, you know, it was they were doing this big tribute to how the town started a hundred years ago and everything, but it was on the death of all these people, and nobody really knew that except a select few. Well, the pri- I think the priest found out. Yeah. He was trying to explain to them what was going on. And by that point, I mean, I can see it to one extent. Like, you've, you've already got everything bought and paid for. You're right. going on. But the fact that her husband was found dead or not found at all and the boat right. was empty, it's like, um, don't you think you should maybe at least you not be there? I mean, just yeah. somebody will understand. Everybody's going to get it, you know? If you don't show up tonight. Yeah. The priest was Hal Holbrook. Hal Holden. That's it. Holbrook. Holbrook. Hal Holbrook. Yeah. I was like, I was was right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I knew there was an H in there. I just didn't remember where. Two H's. Two H's. Hal. Yeah. He played a good character. And now my dogs are barking. Yeah. I am terribly sorry in advance for all the editing you're going to have to do. It's because all of my dumb dogs. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So uh, just to reiterate, um, uh, my final thoughts on the fog. Uh, final? I still have notes. <laughs> let's get your notes. Let's go through Dave's notes. I'm Hold sorry. On. I got shit to talk about. Let's, let's I'm hear not it. done talking yet. Let's hear it. <laughs> You're the only guy I talk to, man. Let's and go. it's only once a week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the fog was rolling in, and I had to get off of here. 
<laughs> foggy sharks, foggy ghost sharks. Um, yeah. The fog frigate was really cool. We talked about that. Yes. Uh, I never knew this, but Adrian Barbeau was at one time married to John Carpenter. I did not know that either. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a little piece of information. I never yeah, heard that. So she, after this, she must, they must not have been. Or it was before, or I don't know, because I don't know. I didn't look for a date. It just said that she had been previously married to him. So either that or he just stays friends with people he divorces. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Because she Um, was in Escape from New York. Yeah. And this is the only two that I can think of from him that she's in. I would Hmm. have to double check. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis and the guy that picked her up are in bed together. Like immediately that night. Yeah. Uh, one o'clock. Oh, that's I already talked about this straight up. <laughs> one o'clock straight up. The guy is saved and the fog is gone, and he yeah. had sex with Jamie Lee Curtis. What a lucky son of a bitch! <laughs> I bet he picks up more hitchhikers. In the yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this. I thought this movie took place on the east coast, I thought it took place in Maine. It takes place I did too, but it's not. It's it is Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's, it's Northern it's, California. Northern California. I always yeah. thought it was in Maine, like Northern Maine. Yeah, which would have to me made much more sense. But what do I know? Um, probably cheaper to film out in California at that time. Maybe so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. the The location was was really good. It was a it was a beautiful area, and it really set the stage for what was going on. But it just had did have a New England vibe, right? Right. And I guess that's because anytime I I think of movies dealing with fishermen and ships, I'm yeah, thinking New England and yes. lighthouses. Yeah. Um. There there is a scene in the movie where Jamie Lee Curtis is standing in the mortuary for whatever fucking reason. She goes to the mortuary. I know. The it guy. gets attacked. <laughs> But it was funny because I made my. I had to think about my note. I wrote down uh, Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Of course, the body moves, and I'm like, "What the hell does that mean?" The body, of course, because she's in the movie. <laughs> the dead body is going to start moving and attack her, and that's exactly what it does. <laughs> I'm like, "You can't leave Jamie Lee Curtis in a room with a dead body." <laughs> no, it's going to have. It's going to get up and try and kill somebody. <laughs> That one was telegraphed so strong. You saw it coming yeah. a mile away. It's like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. And I think I said something like that to, to my wife when we were watching. I was like, you can't leave her in a room with a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> oh. like I got to reiterate that fog effect. It's very simple, very well mm-hmm. done. And that you very can well just done. see it rolling down the streets, rolling into the yeah. town rolling in between the trees and everything it's just it's a neat effect and then whenever it starts to recede probably just ran the film backwards probably. but it was still a really cool effect it, did it didn't look like it was run backward but it had to have been yeah unless they pushed cold air into it and forced it back i don't know i doubt that but yeah that'd be, <laughs> it's probably just ran it backwards <laughs> probably just ran it backwards um I don't know what this note means. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I sure as hell don't. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you. Maybe you can place it. Fuck. Why do I keep finding dead people on my day off? There had to be somebody that kept finding dead people on their day. The sheriff. I think the sheriff kept finding dead people or getting called to dead people. 
Somebody, somebody had a day off in this movie, and they kept finding dead people. Yeah, how do you? <laughs> I think it might have been the fisherman. Yeah. I wish I would have wrote down a better note. Oh man, oh, I, ha- I don't recall. I don't recall. Oh, here's something, and this will make anybody out there that sees this movie maybe think about it. Adrian Barbeau is the Orson Welles character from War of the Worlds, the news reporter. Yes. She is the news reporter. If you've any, ever listened to the uh, the radio program, War mm-hmm. of the Worlds, there's a radio program director, a radio guy, who's at the crash site of the Martians, and he's on the radio, and he's talking about the the smoke coming out of the the, yeah. the the pit and how it's affecting everybody and where it's going. And he's telling you where the fog is going. It's rolling across Hudson Bay or, or, or the, the Hudson river going into New York and it's going down, down Broadway and it's going up here and here and he's watching all this and he can see it. And, and then the I'm listening thing. to that and she's, that's her character. Her it character sure is. is that character and wow. she's stuck. She can't get out. He was stuck. He couldn't get out. I just thought that was a nice little There you go. I Um, guarantee that is probably exactly where the influence came from. Do you know if Janet Lee and Jamie Lee Curtis were ever in another movie? I do not know. I don't know. This is the only something to look up. That was a note that I wrote down to myself. I thought that was really cool when I I saw the cast credits coming up at the beginning. It's like, oh, what? Wait. Yeah, right. Janet Lee. And I really like one last thing about the fog that I really liked, not just the fog itself, but the lighting effects that they were doing in the fog and through the Mm -hmm. fog. Yeah, because she was saying that it's glowing. It's glowing. And it was, it was, it was glowing. And and then you'd have somebody standing in the fog and you'd have this light effect around them. And usually I can tell what, what they kind of did or where they, where the light was aimed. But some of these lighting effects, I could not figure out because it wasn't animation. No, it was actual in-camera shot, and I'm just trying to figure out where the camera, where the lights were. Were they down on the ground? Some of them look like they might have been up in the air, but it was the way they were shining on those ghosts that were coming out of the fog. Because there's a few shots that these guys just kind of appear. I mean, Mm -hmm. whoever's in the fog is coming out of the fog, but it mostly looks like the fog is becoming them. And I don't know if that was just one of those happy accidents that some guy. When they did it, it was like, oh, that's that's perfect. We weren't even trying for that. That that's great. <laughs> or if it was one of those deals where you know Cameron just looked at these guys and was like, Carpenter, Carpenter, damn it. Uh, Carpenter <laughs> looked at these guys and was like, hey, we need to. I don't know why I keep saying Cameron. You like, could say worse. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Avatar. Um. <laughs> I like Avatar. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I liked Avatar, even <laughs> though even though I liked it better when it was called Dances with Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> okay. It's like when Disney reuses animation from one cartoon to another. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just use the Dances with Wolves movie. Come on. Yeah. Throw some CGI in it. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we don't need a script. Here it is. Yeah, Make a, a few changes. Just call them, just change the names and put them in trees. And put blue people instead of Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll change the Indians to blue people. <laughs> no fucking art. 
great. And now, I mean, I've just ruined the movie without even trying for you. <laughs> but, but I like the lighting effects. I like uh, I like what he what he's done in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I've talked about it before. There's always there's always a uh, a bit of a of a lesson to be learned in one of his movies mm-hmm. or a, Hey, don't try this at home. Kind of, kind of lesson. <laughs> and in this one, it's say, don't kill somebody for a bunch of money and then expect them not to come back and hunt. Greed. Years Greed. Yeah. Greed will kill you. But at least this, the priest the... was trying to give it up. The priest actually, or preacher, whatever he was, was like saying how, okay, I gotta, I gotta make this right. And there's only one way to do it. And he, yep. he literally sacrificed himself. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. That and that was, that was, that was a good lesson. And it's one of the things I really um, like about John Carpenter films. And it's still something I can't quite put my finger on, but you can put me in a room. And if I've never seen the movie and John Carpenter made it, I'm going to tell you John Carpenter made it because he has a signature. Yeah. There is something, and it's not just his music because his music is in everywhere. And, and I, and I love his soundtracks, Right, but there's just something with the style something with the storytelling it's mm-hmm. it's different it's it's um it's it's unconventional sometimes and it's yeah. just it's loose it's 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 good it's fun it's more real it's not i won't say it, it doesn't take things seriously because of course he's serious when he's making these movies but they're just i love john carpenter and that's he, all i got to say yeah he <laughs> he does uh every man very well like adrian yeah. barbeau to me, was the main character in this movie. Um, she was the everyman. She was the person that was watching what was going on yeah. and was defenseless. Was just couldn't do anything about it. She fought off those guys pretty pretty well in in her own right. But what I mean is, and here again, folks, everybody who complains there's no strong women in Hollywood or in movies. Watch one of his films. He always filled has with women. strong women. Adrian Barbeau's character was a strong woman. Anybody would have wound up reacting the way she winds up reacting. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think I'd have freaked out a long time before she did. I'd have been like, I got to get out of here. I got to go ah, right into the fog. No, well, maybe not into the fog, but I would have probably done something stupid like that. No, see, John Carpenter has always done that. And I, and I love that. And we can take it right to Halloween. Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis uh, surviving Michael Myers. Right. Um, the babysitter, the fucking babysitter does it. So don't tell me that there's, right. you know, you know, there's not strong women out there. Which brings us to the new Halloween movie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. Halloween. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Um, it looks, and I've only, I've only seen the preview, the trailer. Mm-hmm. It looks like all the people from the original movie that didn't get killed are out now hunting. Mike Myers. They've yeah. turned the tables on the yes. hunter. And she says, I want to get his mask off. I want to see his face. Yeah. So I wonder, is it going to be the original guy who played Mike Mike I, Myers I, in the first I movie? Don't, I, I doubt think it. Did, did you see did you see the um the, the last Halloween movie? No, the Halloween H20? No, 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 no. There's there's one before this. This is a sequel. What happened about two years ago, they did Halloween. They just called it Halloween. Right. And it picks up right after the first Halloween movie from the 70s. Uh-huh. So they took Halloween 2 and all the others, completely retconned them. And right. here's, here's a new one with Jamie Lee Curtis. 
And looking at the trailer, this movie, Halloween Kills, picks up right at the exact moment that the other movie ends. Oh, no shit. I highly recommend watching it. It was really good. Jamie Lee oh, Curtis is back. She is living in a, in, a, in a cabin that she's built up as a fortress, and she's waiting because she knows one day Michael Myers is she's coming. She's going to come back for her. And she's ready. And nobody <laughs> believes her, but she's ready. And right. that's where this, this series is going. It's produced by John Carpenter. So it's... There you go. It's all really... I really loved the last Halloween. Right. I like H2O2, and I like some of the others. They just... See, I thought the name of that one was H2O. I remember a movie coming out. I just didn't remember which one she came back in. That was it, so, but then all of those have been erased, and we had Halloween, where it picked up as Halloween Two. Okay, so it's That's uh, cool. now it makes me want to definitely see this movie. I just want to well, see the the victims turn the tide, turn the yeah. table, and who yeah, knows that might get him killed. Unfortunately, this may not air in time, but um, the new one is going to be on the Peacock streaming service. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, for just the price of a subscription. So there's oh, cool. your $9 rental for the new Halloween movie. So they may have the other one on too. So you could probably watch a twofer. Very cool. For 10 bucks. Super. So uh, final thoughts on John Carpenter's The Fog. I, you know, you know what? You say this isn't one of your favorite John Carpenters. Mm -hmm. I Now I have to put this up there with uh, Escape from New York. Um, what was the other one we were talking? Oh, they, 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 they live. live. Um, and now I'm, I'm going to put the fog up in there and that higher tier, just because I like ghost stories. And this yeah. isn't a super spooky ghost story. This no. isn't one of those, I can't watch it because everybody's eyes are popping out and blood. And I can't do this. It wasn't that bad. I mean, there were a couple of little gory moments here and there, but it was, this was more of a good ghost story. Mm -hmm. The old, you know, the hook scraping yeah. across the, oh, you know, was good. the roof and, and things like that. Yeah. And I think that that's what a lot of people are missing nowadays is just is. give a good story, kind of fun. And, oh, yeah, I know they had six people got killed in the ghost story, but it's still a good story. It's it's a yeah, it's an old school. I would call it an old school ghost. Story. I would, too. I would, you know? too. And that's that's the only thing I um, when I say it's not my favorite, it is because yeah. it tells more than it shows. Yeah, um, I give you that. That's a that's a little thing. Um, I. I love a John Carpenter film. I don't yeah. think I've seen one that I won't watch over and over. All so, the ones we've seen and talked about, hither, tither, and yon. Yeah, we have more I like to go. It. Yeah, we get <laughs> lots to go. Still yeah. got to do Warehouse, uh, not Warehouse, uh, Precinct, Precinct 13. Um, Assault on Precinct 13. And, was that his uh, first? Was that his no, first I don't movie? think so. I'm not sure. We have to find out what his very first movie was and watch it. And also, we need to watch Prince of Darkness. You were talking about that, yeah. Yeah. Because Egg Shin's in there. <laughs> I'm sure not as Egg Shin. <laughs> It'd be funny if he was. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so that'll do it for today's review, folks. I hope you enjoy John Carpenter movies as much as we do. And I hope you had a great Halloween month of spooky ghost and fog and stuff. So until next time. Later. Later. Later.